Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Wakanda. Welcome. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Dela who? Delaware? Delaware Jordan. Dante DiVincenzo. The Big Ragu. 32. Drops 32 points tonight. Also added another five assists. I think he was like second in assists on the team tonight. Let's see. Yeah. Hartenstein, uh, Brunson, yeah, Brunson had eight. DiVincenzo had five dishes, four for nine from three-point range, 12 of 18. Overall, 40 minutes played, and for anybody that's talking down on Dante DiVincenzo, I know they're playing the 18-33 and 33 Memphis Grizzlies, but he shows you, hey, on any given night, he can drop 30. Might not be every night. The boy can shoot. Dante DiVincenzo, my Casamigos, big shot of the night and sticking with the Italian theme, John Marino from your New Jersey Devils hitting that goal, which pretty much won it. And then Holla hit the empty netter just to get the fans a little bit more pumped on the way out the door. 877-337-6666. Let's talk Knicks now with the fans that call the fan in New York City. Mario out on Long Beach. What's up, Mario? Hey, how you doing, Keith? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, great show, great show. Thanks, Hello? thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. What you got? What you got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Knicks, Knicks, really, really, really good. But just getting back to, like, the, you know, uh, these teams, you know, it's very hard to ever, in the future, to ever really count championships versus team guys in the past because now they just make their own teams. <laughs> they make their own super teams. They go, they call their friend, I'm going to go to this team. You know, uh, the days of Jordan, you stay with the team you're on, you know? Yeah. You get better that I, way. So. They made him a little bit of a super team, too. But definitely in this modern-day NBA, uh, superstars are teaming up. Talented guys don't want to be the only guy on the team. And uh, it's easier to have somebody to pass the ball to. It's easier, especially in the load-managing era, to be able to take a night off and know there's another guy that could step up for you and then – you know, in the case of the Dallas Mavericks tonight, you have Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Those guys play together, which they haven't played that much together this year. When they do play together, I mean, they're good for 70 points. 
Yeah, the problem is no defense, though, from those two guys. <laughs> huh? Well, if you're playing the Nets, you don't really have to worry too much. Exactly, but my, my quick <laughs> Nick point, I'll listen to your uh, response. Uh, I think, Do you realize, I didn't even realize, I was looking at the draft picks, they have this year coming up four number ones and three yeah. number twos in the same year. Yeah, and that's why a couple years back people were kind of like, yo, what's the, what's the plan? And that's also why right now folks are saying, yo, to hell with those picks, especially the Knicks fans that are traumatized from the Frank Nicolatina, the Kevin Knox, Obi Toppin, yeah, RJ yeah. Barrett, IQ, these guys that are, you know, not to throw RQ and I, uh, RQ, RJ and IQ under the bus. They, you know, were part of a, a good run last year, but there's just so many picks that the Knicks have made in the past where there's a lot of fans that are like, to hell with them picks. We don't care about the picks. We have a good team. Add to this team. You know, DiVincenzo wasn't exactly, exactly. wasn't a pick. Uh, Jalen Brunson wasn't drafted here. Josh Hart wasn't drafted here. Isaiah Hartenstein wasn't drafted here. Precious Achua, Julius Randle, OG Ananobi. Like, go ahead and get us the guys so we can make a run in this Eastern Conference that looks like it might be wide open in two Exactly. Months. This is exactly what I would do. I'd give them an offer they can't refuse, uh, using the terminology from the Godfather. Mm-hmm. I would give the Nets four number one picks, Grimes and uh, Fournier's expiring contract for Bridges. I would, I would really, or maybe five number one picks if they wanted. Give nah. them an offer they can't refuse, you know. Because let's face it, I mean they're going nowhere, and 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 Bridges is not a number one. For, you're not going to build around him. He's good. Yeah, the Nets strong. aren't going to trade him, and they're damn sure not yeah, going to trade him to the Knicks. What are they doing though? Just just losing and acting like everything is fine, but they're not going to trade Mikel Bridges. Listen, thanks for taking my call. It's always a pleasure doing a great job. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mario. I, th- I think we've been over this the last couple of days, and we only have a couple of days until the NBA trade deadline. There's a 0% chance that the Brooklyn Nets trade Mikel Bridges to the New York Knicks to complete the Villanova Knicks. It's just like they have a bunch of offers. We, we've read reports, the Houston Rockets, other teams, even last year, like, so many teams allegedly, reportedly, have offered Sean Marks in the Brooklyn Nets multiple first-round picks for Mikael Bridges. Me, honestly, as a fan, I don't get it. I don't understand. I really, I, I know he's an Iron Man, and I, and I respect the hell out of his game and the fact that he's available. The best ability is availability, especially in this NBA where guys are hurt, resting, taking nights off picking you know what arenas and what teams they want to play. This is a guy that you can count on that plays every single night, but multiple teams offering you four first-round picks for a guy, you got to, I don't know. <laughs> You're not winning anything this year. The Nets are the 11th seed in the East right now. They're going to probably be a playing team. If they survive that and get to the playoffs, they probably end up suffering the same fate that they have you know, three out of the last four years getting swept in the first round. 877-337-6666. For the Nick fan, I mean, I guess my question for you is at this point, like you're down to like one healthy starter. You're banged up. Like why not add another body? Why not add another baller, another guy? It's it's insurance, it's reinforcements. It's like, like you don't want this deadline to pass. And then somebody else go down or this deadline passes and you hit a rough patch and you and you see somebody get traded like a DeMar DeRozan or DeJounte Murray to another team in the East and they ascend 
or even another team in the West, and you see the impact that they made, and then you're going to forever be like, yo, remember back in 2023, 2024, you know, we traded for OG Ananobi, uh, Julius got hurt, he had to separate his shoulder, then Frank the Tank pulled too hard on OG's arm, and his elbow had some inflammation, and the next thing you know, they're running Brunson into the ground because he's our only hope. He twists his ankle. Josh Hart was banged up. Like now, you know, the, the trade deadline passed and we just stuck with Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride and we lost in the second round again. Let's go to Brian and Lynnhurst. Brian, you're on the fan. Hey, what's up, KM, man? A uh, big up? fan. Uh, first and long. Appreciate taking the call. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and Jersey Shore guy myself. Matawan, born and raised. So, the Huskies. You know. The Matawan Huskies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I have to start. I, I and I want to give a shout out to my Devils because first off, hearing the Devils on the fan is like wild to me. So <laughs> let's go, Devs. Let's keep it going. I'll be there Thursday night. Can't wait. Um, but I'll I'll keep it at that. Uh, Mario, five five picks. Uh, come back to me, brother. Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Oh my god. <laughs> Look, man. This 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 Knicks team and and you know really my my takeaway I was at the Garden tonight uh, shout out to my my best friend Lauren hooked up the tickets one nineteen row nine oh nice gorgeous seats gorgeous seats yeah we tried to go Saturday but got priced out because the Laker game was absurd I'm sure a lot of people know but uh, I will say the ball movement is unbelievable and this is like you said without you know their you know <laughs> without the Julius Randall there the ball is definitely going to move and you have a bunch of unselfish guys one. And a lot of guys that aren't that confident in their offensive bag, so they're giving it up. <laughs> sure, sure. And you know what? If, if it works, it works. And I, I just kind of get this feeling of, like, don't disrupt this. It's funny, actually, from my vantage point to my right when I sat down, some gentleman had a big sign that said, hey, Leon, bring in the king. Right? So we all know what that's about. Mm, and I guess. And, I'm, you know, and again, I think that's, uh, you know, kind of a pipe Not dream this year. Silly, and, I mean, I just think it's like, I, I, I respect LeBron. I I have a lot of respect for LeBron, but I don't think 100%. that the Knicks need to bring in uh, the Wash King at this point. And I know he's not Wash. I know he can still hoop. He's still he's ridiculous. But like what the Knicks have going on, I just don't see no LeBron. And no. that that's kind of my point, man. It's like they're they're doing something. It that... would be so corny. It would. What, what, no, <laughs> it all would right. Be. So what's he gonna wear here? Twenty three, six. Like oh no, nah, it would be so corny. Like at least right now with the trades and the guys that aren't homegrown that you have. They seem like they fit the Knicks culture. They seem like they're making people remember the 90s Knicks for their hustle, you know, their grind, the way they share the ball, the way they're all in together, team chemistry. You put LeBron in here, and no, it's going to ruin everything. Exactly. So let, let's not upset the apple card. I fully agree with you. Explore the market, see what you can do within reason, right? Again, so, you know, not to pick on your previous caller and Mario, if you're still listening, I apologize. But like, you nah, know, Mario like, cool. not, I, you know, I laughed him off too. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's not break this up. Let's keep it going. You know, they're, they're doing their thing. And it's funny. I just got to say, you know, I'm a Spurs fan by trade, right? I'm over the moon about Wemby double, double every night. It's awesome. And then the Spurs stinks, and they're terrible. I'm there tonight with my best friend. We're in my Brunson Jersey. We're rocking out. We're having a great time. It's it's great for New York. It's great for the city. Let's keep going, man. There you go. Great call, Brian. And that's that's where I'm at. Like, yeah, I'm a Nets fan, and I enjoyed the Nets beating the Knicks like seven times, eight times in a row, whatever it was. But I understand this is all good for the city, good for New York. We literally need it. We literally need it. It's but it's one of those things though that 
And it's in the next 48 hours, even less, honestly, with the trade deadline, I think it's at 4 o'clock Thursday, the Knicks front office has to figure out what they're doing, especially if the Brunson injury and the heart injury is actually a long-term situation like Randall, possibly like Ananobi. They they can't hold on to these picks forever, right? And they have no Embiid to deal with now. There's a wide-open path in the East for the Knicks to actually make a dent in the so postseason. And this current team can't get there. They need another piece. And I don't want to hear about upsetting team chemistry and garbage like that. You guys can't win yet with this current team. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. You need another piece. I don't know if that's Brogdon, DeRozan, Caruso, whoever it is. They need somebody else. And the Knicks front office, even though they've been wonderful, and again, the Jalen Brunson contract, it's the best contract in the NBA. Sure. Which it is. You look at the All Stars and what they get paid. They are. They might. You know. They don't know when they're going to have this chance again. No, it, that's they, where I'm at too. They can't like, assume that they're going to get back there next year. No, you don't know what's going to happen different. tomorrow. And and the league shifts. Next thing you know, the summer comes and somebody requests a trade, and this guy's forcing his way out. Right. And this guy's teaming up with another guy, and then like I remember looking at this past off season. And as a Nets fan saying, who the hell let the Celtics put this team together with the guys that they have? Bro, why do you got to give Giannis Dame? Damian Lillard has to go to Milwaukee? Yep. The Nets were in on him. Miami was in on him. So, like, that type of stuff happens when you least expect it. I think the Knicks have a core, a nucleus, uh, a good chemistry going. Um, you add one more guy for insurance, it's not going to hurt. Right. And on top, like... What if the what if the Sixers get the Rosen? What if the that's Bucks, what I just what if, said about right, what, what if so, the Bucks if they get, go somewhere else? Right. What if the Bucks get Caruso and they lock down defensively? And you watch another team ascend. It's something that you can't get over as a fan. It's something that is going to be tough to deal with when you get bounced in the second round and you look at the team that went for it and maybe got the guy that you wanted and they benefited from it. So, I know, a lot of pressure on them. But this is New York. There's pressure on everybody. So, get it done. Right. I mean, do they have 11 first-round picks in the next, like, five or six <laughs> years? You can't you, – you did this for a reason. You accumulated all of this this treasure chest of picks for a reason. What's the plan? You have a chance now. I'm not. I'm not saying if you make a trade for DeRozan or Cruz or whatever that you're you going to win a title. You don't have to the whole treasure right. chest. You, you're not, maybe you won't win a title, but at least it. it show, one, it shows the fans you think you can. This team can win, and two, it gives the team right now the the boost of like, holy crap, our our front office thinks belief. we can do damage. The power of belief. You add one superstar in here, not even a superstar, just add one other guy in here. And I don't know, at the least get rid of Evan Fournier. Like, add one guy into this mix that can change the team offensively. That's why, like, uh, Brian just called talking about all oh, the passing. I'm like, yeah, when I watch them and <laughs> they're passing the ball, it's because there's only, like, three guys that are confident in their offensive game. And <laughs> without those guys, yeah, it's hot potato because nobody wants to be the guy to throw up a brick in the garden and hear all those people be like, oh, oh, ooh. <laughs> Jared is down in Ocean County, New Jersey. What's up, Jared? You're on the fan in New York. Hey, Keith. Long time no speak. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm calling about the Knicks. What you got about uh, the Knicks? I, I, want, I wanted to know, what, what's your take? Do you think they need a bench scorer, a starter, a star, a third star? See what you can get. Why not both? Why not go for all of it, man? Why not get uh, Malcolm Brogdon, 
and get DeJounte Murray. Now, I don't know. What I'll say about this, and this is what I've been saying, clearly they know what pieces to add to their puzzle. Clearly the front office is in lockstep with the head coach and the team, and they know their personnel and what type of guy will fit in. I think the Lakers game showed you you need another score, especially with that bench unit. And then tonight with Brunson going down, it kind of scares you to to start thinking about, oh, well, what if he's out for a little bit while Julius is out? And we don't know about OG, Jericho, Sims, Quentin Grant. All these guys are out. The trade deadline is the day after tomorrow. Like, why not add another guy for insurance? Well, what do you think they should give up? You know, that's the thing. It takes two to tango. And if I was a GM and I knew exactly what picks and players they they would give up, I wouldn't have a show on the fan. Uh, I, I think that th- they've done a good job so far. I think a lot of people saw the OG and Anobi trade and felt like they gave up too much. No, you have to give to get. That's what I mean. It takes two to tango. Nobody's just handing you anything. Like, if you're going to get one of these star players, even if, you know, it's a DeMar DeRozan who's, you know, later in his career, you still have to give up value for that. And the fact that they have these picks and some players that are expendable, send them. Uh, they, but some of these picks aren't going to – they have two 20, 24 picks, one from the Wizards and one from the Pistons that are top 12 and top 18 protected. Those aren't going to – they're not going to get those. They're not going to give those up? They're not going to get those as a pick this year because the Wizards aren't – the Wizards Oh, aren't I see what you're time. saying. When you said not going to get those, I thought you meant like not going to – get those the people that are looking to trade with them. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to – in the NBA, man, they trade picks five years down the line. Like, it doesn't have to be next year's picks. And there's also players. I said Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes. Uh, it's above my pay grade to call exactly what it's going to cost to trade certain guys. But there is a trade simula- simulator. I know people on Nick's Twitter and Nets Twitter love adding guys into the trade simula- simulator and being like, oh, this works. Got it. Thanks for the call, Jerry. We got to break it down. 877-337-6666. Now I'm watching the Knicks game. They've got the encore on in here uh, on MSG. So now I can watch it in, uh, you know, kind of real time for myself as I'm live. I was obviously in Newark at the Devils game, saw the Devils defeat the Avalanche. Well, I didn't actually see them win. I left after the second period up 3-1. They won 5-3. And, yeah, there was zero chance I was going back to Barclays Center I was there when the Knicks beat them. I didn't care to go see KD return in another uniform, and I definitely wasn't going to see Kyrie return with Luka and the Dallas Mav Knicks. But if you want to talk about it, call me up. We're talking sports. Once we get on the other side, 12 o'clock, and we switch to the next day, I'll sprinkle some more topics in. But for now, we're talking about the games that happened tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. ERB. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. New York! What's going on? Where y'all at? 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. You got me till 2 a.m. I'm in here, I guess, re-watching the Knicks game. I didn't see it live. We're talking about the Knicks, of course. Jalen Brunson suffered an injury tonight. The trade deadline is hours away, and the Knicks win another game. But, you know, as you watch the movie, the plot thickens. You're losing all your guys. There's so many injuries. Why won't you make a trade? We'll have that conversation. Rami Lavi's in here. He was at the Garden tonight. I was at the Rock tonight over in Newark at Prudential Center watching the Devils. Woo! Let's go, Devils. Big win. I mean, this is good to go there and get a win. Of course, I missed the best part. Second period, I'm like, I got to go to work. (laughs) So I miss the uh, game-winning goal and then the empty netter, but it's all good. I left my... Two homies, Christian and Matt, over there. They had a blast. <laughs> they weren't leaving. I think Christian said, I'm not leaving till the very bitter end. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I got to go get on the radio. And, yeah, I usually go to Nets games, but I think I've only been to three Nets games this season. So, you know, they sell out. The Barclays Center is packed, but that's because it's the cheaper ticket in town. A lot of people live closer to Brooklyn. You know, you can go to Marshall's, get you a generic Brooklyn Nets sweater, pull up, feel like you're part of something, and the next thing you know, there are fans cheering for opposing players, and it is now becoming a spot where, you know, NBA superstars go on tour. We have had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, two former Nets in the building in the last week or so, and of course, Steph Curry stopped by to hype up the fans as well. So hopefully you guys are enjoying that. 877 337-6666. Three three seven sixty six sixty six. John is in Lincoln Park, New Jersey. John, you're on the fan. What's up, man? Keith, how we doing, brother? I am the most ecstatic man in the world tonight for one simple reason. Let's go Mavs! Luca and Kyrie taking care of business. It is great. It is going to happen again on Thursday against the Knicks. And Luca is proving once again why he is the league. You a dirt guy, Why are you? You're Matt. Where are you? Where are you from, John? You are you originally from Dallas, Texas? I, I am, no, no, no. I am from Lincoln Park, New Jersey, and I am a diehard Mavericks fan. It all goes back to Jason Kidd. Basically, what happened was I grew up watching Jason Kidd. Had a video game, and. Uh, did a little re- research on him on the video game. He was playing for Phoenix. So me being me, doing a little research, finds out that he actually started with the Mavs. So, you know, as a kid who's like seven years old, all right, well, I like all three of those teams. But basically I had a bunch of friends who were like, oh, it's Vince Carter's team, not Jason Kidd's team anymore. <laughs> well, me being me, nope, not, not happening, not at all. I'm a Mavs fan, number one. The only reason why I like the Nets is because of Jason Kidd. Yeah, Jason what, what, Kidd leaves, 
and then go and then goes to win a championship. Happiest man in the world. What happened in the like uh, early to mid two thousands? Were you living in New Jersey in like two thousand and four when uh, yes, Jason Kidd and Vince Carter joined forces on the Nets? Yep, absolutely. Here's the thing, though, is that I can't, I cannot stand when people say ignorant things like it's not Jason Kidd's team. <laughs> He's a point guard, and he was great. Exactly. He was one of the ones. Exactly. He's one of the best you ever He's, seen. Well, in, in my opinion, he's the greatest net of all time. Now you have the greatest net all time coaching, in my opinion, the greatest basketball player soon to be. Luca. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Huge reasons for this. He is easily on track for a triple-double. He's not going to get a triple-double average, but he's right there. He for his career? To average, a, to average a triple-double for his career, you're saying? No, uh, for, for the season. For the season? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, what, so he's got 34 points. Uh, he has what? Uh, he had 35. 9.8. 9 assists. 9 18 assists. rebounds. Plus exactly. 6 on the night. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Pl- playing against the I mean, Brooklyn Nets, you know? It was absolutely – well, he does it against everyone, though. That's the thing, is that this, this yeah. man has only, what, been under 20 points twice this year, maybe three times? He's a phenom, 24 years old. Uh, this guy's been a pro since he was, like, 16. I don't have any hate towards Luca. His game – just watching how he controls the game, his pace of the game, and what's in his bag. He's he's ridiculous. I I got nothing bad to say about the guy. If you love him, I get it. So let me ask you this. Do you think that he has a shot for the MVP this year? No. Can I ask why? Let's it's you gotta have a better squad. Let's see what they turn into. They're what, twenty eight and twenty three right now. Let's see where yeah. they end up later in the year and if he's healthy and if he's available and if he's propelling them there and it's not so much a back-and-forth with him and Kyrie, and it's clearly him, then maybe. I mean, every year we go into the season, he's one of the favorites for MVP. Okay, so that's fair. That's fair. But, I, you know, it's called most valuable player, not most valuable teammates, you know? No, so, exactly. So he's got to be build. more valuable than Kyrie as a sidekick, and he's got to stand out. Like, look at the last few MVPs, Embiid, Jokic, they stand out. There, There is no even Batman to their Robin. Mm, okay, that's a fair point. I, that, that is very fair. Okay. Thanks for the call, John. 877-337-6666. Robert in Manhattan. Let's talk about something else. What's up, Rob? Good evening, Brother Keith. How are you? I'm good. Like Thanks I for said, checking in. Like I said, if I could take your passion, I could fly all over the world without airplanes. That's how good you are. It's really fun to hear you at night. You make me laugh, but you really have points that, you know, points like laser beams going through green corn in a Vermont spring. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry for your net. I don't net. disagree. They're, Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Your, your, your nets, unfortunately, because <laughs> they're, they're going in the wrong direction. I'm sorry about that. Congratulations. I'm not a Devils fan, but I want to see the Devils and the Islanders do well because I hate the Rangers. Why do you so hate the go Rangers? Devils. No, I, I I hate the Rangers. I, I just because they're fans. Because of everything, I just don't like the Rangers. I, oh, I just don't like the bowling. Rangers or the Knicks. Now, here's prices. the thing: Who did you say when you were talking about the Devils game? Who did you say Keith was the best player in the NHL? Jesper Bratt. Shout out to the Bratt Pack. Well, you really think he's better than Connor McDavid? Come on, Keith. I oh. mean, eventually, eventually you'll see. It's a thing. It's been a thing. 
You know, it's been well, going on for well, some let me, time now. Well, let me vent my spleen. <laughs> there, there happens to be, speaking of games that are of importance, the best game on the schedule tonight happens to be in Vegas. Yeah, that's uh, where all the um, people in Super Bowl week went to go see hockey tonight, go see the yeah, Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, that's right, and nobody, and nobody, I don't understand the NHL. Do they have a death wish or what? Here's a game, <laughs> where, here's a game, here's a game, well, here's a game where uh, Edmonton's going for 17 uh, to tie the pens, then they go for one more, tie the record, 18 in a row, um, you know, et, et cetera, et cetera. And where's this game found? ESPN ES, Plus ES, Hulu, and Hulu, Hulu, Hulu it I followed know. up. It followed up the Avalanche-Devils game. Well, yeah. Well, uh, well, do, uh, do me a favor, Keith. At least keep an eye on the game and let me know I'm what I'm keeping an eye on the score, and as we say that, it's tied 1-1, Oilers-Golden oh. Knights. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the best game of the night. I don't know. The, I don't know what I don't know it's what money. Gary Bettman— it's, You know, it's it's uh, these streaming companies, we're in the future now. Mm-hmm. They strike deals, and they say, okay, you have the rights. And, yeah, you're 100% correct that this is a game that— should be nationally televised, especially when there's no football on, especially when, you know, it's a Tuesday night. You you feel like you could steal some eyes. The other night, I, I saw them put Caitlin Clark and Iowa women's <laughs> basketball on Fox against Maryland. I was like, what the hell? What I the mean, heck is going on? Great, well, great like for I them, said, but I just well, didn't know that they were able to do that. Well, Why like can't I said, hockey do that? Well, like I say, I think Gary Bettman is playing with Ouija boards or something. So I don't understand the NHL, but listen, Keith, you keep on doing the great job. I love listening to you. I love it what you call AM to KM, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, well, you know, and, uh, listen, the Super Bowl's coming up on Sunday. I hope it's a great game. I'm rooting for Kansas City. I don't know why, because my brother lives in San Francisco, but somebody's got to win. And as far as the Knicks are concerned, I'm just going to make a point. I said this a couple of phone calls ago. I'm not worried. Um, Knicks are going to win the first round. They'll get bounced in the second Boston's going to go up against I don't know who. Although right now it looks like Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland is uh, this number two seed. I don't know if that how, how long that'll stay, but we'll see. But listen, you keep up the you keep up you keep up the good work and keep the name McPherson up in lights at night because we insomniacs we need you, brother Keith. We really need you and we love you. I mean, he said it all right there, Paulie. Clip that. Send that to our new program director. We don't even know who the new program director is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I like to watch sports. I like to talk about sports as well. I've expanded. I've broadened my horizons. Now I watch hockey so I can talk a little puck. Nobody cares about hockey, Boomer. Yeah, all right. I'll I'll go over there and have a good time. Come to the fan, talk about it. I mean, I've watched so many basketball games. Like how how much can I talk about the Memphis Grizzlies tonight? I told y'all, I'm in the rock looking at I'm looking at the box score. I'm like, who the hell is on the Grizzlies this year? Like I know I haven't been keeping up with them too much, but I'm not familiar with these guys. Who is even on this team? Like even like even for the Knicks. For the casual basketball fan, which I'm obviously above casual, but for the casual basketball fan going to the Garden tonight, you're looking at no names on the Memphis Grizzlies. And if you're just one of these guys that are like, oh, the Knicks are good again and you're showing up, you're like, who is Precious Achua? Dante DiVincenzo? Isaiah Horns? These aren't the New York Knicks. What happened to Carmelo? 
Let's go to Ben in Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Ben? How you doing, Keith, man? Great show as always. Thanks. I'm hanging out. Thanks for joining the show. So I wanted to talk a little Yankee baseball. I'm going down for spring training in a couple of weeks. I, I can't wait. To when are you going down? down? I'm always. going down later, the, you know, the last week of March, because John Sterling and Susan will be down there. And, you know, I'm in the radio business. I'm thinking about the last week of February, trying to just catch a little, you know, pitchers and catchers. Play workouts a are the best. And... If you go down there, most Yankee fans know, if you go down there the first week for workouts before it gets too crazy, it's still a little cold, but you have access to all the players. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to ask you a question about how good you think this Yankee team is. I, I couldn't be more excited for the season, obviously. And, you know, I'm an optimistic guy. I go to a ton of games and everything. Um, but I was just kind of looking at how we stack up against the AL East and the AL in general. And um, I, I wanted your opinion on, on where we stand and what you think needs to get done in order for us to, you know, be a favorite to win the division, which right now I, I think we probably are, are not. Thanks for the call, Ben. If I may, you know, I woke up this morning and I usually start my days listening to BT and Sal and, you know, I like their show and especially since it's on Twitch and you can talk in the chat and I get my coffee and I'm listening to BT and Sal and they're talking about how the Yankees misled their fans and... I'm a Yankee fan, and I'm feeling misled, and I'm not letting anybody steal my joy, bro. They're not done. They're not done until July 30th. And for every Yankee fan out there that thinks they they can get everyone, like, let's just go through it again. They were in the front of the line to get Juan Soto. Got him. Had to give up. A bunch of guys that played for them last year, but they played on the 82 and 80 Yankees. They can go, right? The Mets took a couple pieces from the 82 and 80 Yankees. We laughed. No, you know, sorry, just had to remind my Met fan friends. Like, we don't, we don't, you can have them. We don't care. We don't want them. 82 and 80s in the past, and we're counting down the days until we don't have to say that again, until we're 1 and 0. Could be 0 and 1. Going down to Houston, that should be fun. But what I'm saying is I'm not letting anybody steal my joy. Juan Soto is on this team. Aaron Judge's toe is not jammed up. Rizzo is not concussed. I know we could do better with the pitching, right? This was supposed to be the Yamasoto offseason. Yamamoto was never going to be a Yankee. I was with it for the whole fact that Cashman went out there and did the whole fangirl thing and waved to him during his no-hitter saved his ticket stub, and said, I'll see you in New York. And he played everybody. You know why? Because his agent, Joel Wolf, is also John Carlos Stanton's agent, and they basically told you, well, he's not signing with the Yankees after Cashman said what he had to say about Stan. I hope Stan is lean, mean, and ready to run home from second base. I, I hope DJ LeMayu's got a chip on his shoulder, something to prove. Volpe takes a step forward. Trevino's back. He doesn't have the bum wrist anymore. Like, there are pieces of this team that were missing last year, and I think people forget that. So even though this offseason passed and the Yankees didn't sign Josh Hader, newsflash, he wasn't cutting his hair. Newsflash, he wasn't interested in coming here. He was always going back to the Houston Astros. Jordan Montgomery doesn't want to come back. 
Blake Snell wants $270 million. You can't do that. You gave Rodon $162 million last year. You might flirt with like $175. That's only because you're desperate now that the Orioles traded for Corbin Burns. That's what's happened in this last week. I've been telling y'all they, they've done enough. They've improved the team. They needed actual outfielders, not infielders playing the outfield. They needed left-handed hitters. They needed balance in the lineup. They have it. They have it now. They have more talent than we even realize. Like, Glaber Torres hasn't even been mentioned this whole offseason. He's in a walk-year, prove-it year. What about him? Trent Grisham can play center field. Everybody worried about Judge playing center field. They have talent, and they have moxie. You add Stroman, you add Verdugo, guys that just play with a chip on their shoulder. They're going to look different. I'm ready to compete. I'm not shook of the Orioles. They got to show me. How many times you hear me say that on a fan? That's why we watch the games. You got to prove it. Rent is due every day. You got to show up and make a deposit. I don't care what the paper says. I don't care what what the Orioles look like on paper, what the Dodgers look like on paper, what the Braves look like on paper. The Yankees were still in contention without the AL MVP, their captain, and missing a bunch of pieces. Garrett Cole is going to be Garrett Cole. I don't expect him to be back-to-back Cy Young winners, but he might be damn close. And I also know that the Yankees know that they got to add. They got because they lead the league in IL trips. Like somebody's going to get hurt. And when that happens, you want to have the reinforcements. Bring Gio Urshela back. Like add, keep adding, make another trade. They can make a trade for another ace, another starter, rather, not an ace, another starter in spring training. I know most Yankee fans feel like you need two aces. When you get to the postseason, you need two guys you can rely on. Well, the postseason is in October. I'm not letting y'all steal my joy in February. I'm excited for spring training. I'm excited to start a fresh new season and a race 82-80. and 80. Let's go to Mike in Westchester on the fan. What's up, Mike? K-M to A-M. Keith, there it what's is. going on? There it is. Robert had it kind of backwards, but you guys get the, you know. The yes, K- he did. want to give you a shout-out. You're a breath of fresh air to the fan. Love your transition to become a hockey fan. First, got to give you a shout-out there. Even though would have appreciated you being a Rangers fan, they didn't, Devils guy. They didn't, Jersey, you know, they I didn't show it. me no love. I would have went over there. I would love to see a game in Madison Square Garden. I'd love to see the Rangers. That's the play. They didn't Nothing show me better. no love. The Devils but, came and got your boy. <laughs> You're a Jersey guy. I get it. So, first, got to say, Yankee offseason, you were the shot of adrenaline I needed in my arm. I just drove by the house that Jeter built. I love the moves we have. Stroman's got a chip on his shoulder. We've got the depth for the rotation. We make a move. Come trade deadline. I'm okay with what we got. We got the pieces we needed. We are a contender. Yes, we are. I love that. So, and the second point I want to get, I was just curious because I don't know why they canned it. I don't know if this was a Manfred being a Manfred move. Why did they get rid of the MLB fan cave? (laughs) That's a great question. And uh, appreciate the call, Mike. My class ruined the MLB fan cave. I'll tell you why. After we come back from this break, 87-7. 337-6666. We'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yo, 
All right, quickly here. Keith McPherson on the fan. Coming up on midnight, 12 o'clock. And uh, we're taking your calls, obviously, at 877-337-6666. Before the break, I was asked, you know, why did uh, Rob Manfred do away with the fan cave? And I know maybe some of you have heard my fan cave stories. Maybe some of you haven't. I had Eddie Mata in here like a month ago. Eddie Mata was the 2012 Yankees cave dweller. I was the 2014 Yankees cave dweller. So 10 years ago, man. This time 10 years ago, I got an email after I sent in a two-minute audition video. I got an email around this time saying, you know, in, in three weeks, we want to fly you out to Arizona Spring Training to audition for the 2014 MLB Fan Cave, where 18 other finalists uh, showed up to Arizona. They put us in hotels. We went and hit a couple different spring training places and, I don't know, played icebreakers and had a talent show and did all this, like, baseball trivia and, I don't know, just baseball type of stuff in Arizona. Um, I made the cut. Uh, I got faded probably every night there. We went to, like, Lucky Strike. We went to this Maya Club in Phoenix. It was really just like executives from Major League Baseball and also casting people from MTV. My year, MTV handled the casting, and that's why I jokingly was like, my my class ended the fan cave. Uh, they casted us, and I kid you not, the people that I was in the fan cave with, I talked to them every week. We're like family. They must have knew something about us that we were all connected. It's me representing the Yankees, my boy Dan representing the Mets. Serena Sanchez with the Dodgers, um, my girl Angela representing the San Francisco Giants, Ben, the Boston Red Sox, Caesar, the Miami Marlins, Mike representing the Chicago Cubs, Stan representing the Chicago White Sox. Am I forgetting somebody? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. No, I think that's everybody. And, uh, yeah, the whole premise of the MLB Fan Cave, which used to be in the old Tower Records building, 692 Broadway, right down the street from NYU on West 4th. Um, The whole premise was that these eight fans watch all 2,430 regular season baseball games right here from the MLB Fan Cave, creating content, giving tours, mixing it up with players, celebrities, in this, you know, digital hub. And... It, it existed for four years, but I know the first mistake they made, they brought us all to 245 Park Avenue. They had us in this big conference room with this huge MLB logo on the wall. It's like long conference table. They handed us all our first check. Our first check was $8,615, and that was for like, I don't know, just like the first month and a half. Uh, we got paid $6,000 a month to be baseball prisoners, which really is not that bad especially like the age was like 21 to 27. But I remember that day they gave us our checks and they talked about the year before and they said, yeah, 2013, those guys drank so much. We're not worried about you guys. We know you won't be able to out drink that class. Like we sent them home and we're not sending you guys home every week survivor style. We want you guys to stay till the end. Well, challenge was accepted. That place is Budweiser sponsored and there's obviously liquor stores everywhere in New York. We drank heavy every day watching baseball. And then the final out of the West Coast games, we went out and partied in New York all night. Woke up the next day and would be in the fan cave for first pitch, 1235, 105. And there's a ton of shenanigans 
that went on that I'm sure when Bud Selig was done in 2014 and Rob Manfred took over and reviewed the fan cave, he was like, nah, how many of them is there? Eight, 6,000 a month for eight months? And how much do we pay to rent this building out? Nah, we're scrapping it. So <laughs> that's uh, the long and short of why the fan cave doesn't exist. Maybe I'll spend the next two hours mixing in some uh, tales from the cave. I know my guy Jay Schmeezy from the Bleacher Creatures was like, bro, you got to do some like cave chronicles stories from the cave. So maybe we'll mix that in. Let's take the break. 877-337-6666. When we come back, I'll say good morning. I'll introduce all the stories that I can introduce for you guys to call in and talk about, and we'll uh, pass the time till 2 a.m. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 